Evaporating, my weekly market review, July 9th, 2023. Fears of an imminent destructive recession and hopes of any interest rate cuts in 2023 are evaporating in equal measure, with each narrative pulling markets in opposite directions. We learned last week that the Fed committee was apparently less united at its recent interest rate setting June meeting than the announced unanimous decision suggested. According to the minutes of that gathering released on Wednesday, some officials favored another quarter point increase right then and there, but eventually went along somewhat reluctantly with a decision to pause the hikes. Nearly all members of the rate setting committee appeared to agree that additional rate increases would likely be needed this year, as the majority believe there will be a recession, albeit a mild one, at some point in the next year or so. The key takeaway? More interest rate hikes are coming, likely starting with the next meeting in a couple of weeks' time. More on this later. Stock markets are pricing in a continued drop in inflation and are not pricing in a meaningful slowdown in growth. Therefore, it logically follows that stagflation, stubbornly high inflation in a contracting economy, is the biggest kryptonite for stock prices since it would undermine all the glasses-half-full reasons for the recent rally. So going into Friday's jobs report, the greatest fear was that it could be stagflationary in nature. What would such a nightmare report look like? Number one, very low job ads, an increase of 100,000 or below, implying that hiring is slowing. Number two, the lack of a material increase in the unemployment rate, staying in the mid 3% area or lower, which could keep the Fed hawkish and likely to continue raising rates higher for longer. Number three, an increase in wage growth, 5% or above, which would imply a possible bounce back in inflation. We got a hint on Thursday morning from the ADP private sector only jobs report, which showed more than double the expected level of job creation in June. We also learned from the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, JOLTS, that job cuts by U.S. employers have now fallen to an eight-month low, and the quits rate rose by the most in nine months, indicating workers still feel confident in their ability to secure another job, and that reports of the end of the Great Resignation were highly exaggerated. In a perfect example of the lack of room there is for any kind of disappointment that I mentioned in last week's report, Thursday's pre-game employment data sent stocks plunging and market interest rates surging on Thursday as the higher for longer interest rate narrative was strongly bolstered. When the real thing came out in the form of the jobs report on Friday morning before the market opened, it was reasonably Goldilocks with Number one, 209,000 jobs added and a downward review of the previous month's number. Number two, a slight fall to a 3.6% unemployment rate. And number three, unchanged 4.4% wage growth. However, the stock market went on to suffer losses on Friday, albeit less dramatic than the day before. It's now pretty much case closed for a definite quarter point interest rate hike at the next Fed meeting later this month, 93% probability. 
and the odds of an immediate follow-up second hike at the following meeting in September are now rising fast, up from nowhere to 24%. We no longer have the cushion of low expectations provided by the very negative sentiment that we had at the beginning of the year. There now seems to be a broad assumption that stocks will move higher, a very different environment indeed. Above 4,400, the S&P 500 has fully priced in a lot of good news. It closed on Friday at 43.99 and is also rather stretched from a valuation standpoint. So while the major index's market momentum continues to be higher, it's important to be aware that if economic data and the state of the second quarter earnings, which start coming out this week, do suddenly turn negative, keep an eye on this week market report for signs that this is the case, then there's very little support for this market between here and at least 10% lower. 